This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, once again, we're in the heart the heart of a publishing season, actually writing season, uh, as so many try to get to get their drafts together of their next novel. And with me, once again, is my favorite geek girl, Kelly Johnson of CornerstoneVA.com. We're gonna, we're gonna be digging around in and around, of a variety of tools. Every once in a while we go ring back oldies, but just really goodies, new ones to enhance, to help what you do. Uh, in your publishing, in your writing, in your marketing, in your publicity, in your promotion, in your fail in your life uh, areas. And once in a while, one of the, one of the great tips, Ke- Kelly, I loved is when you told us all about honey before everyone was starting to get oh, aware yes. of what honey was. And Absolutely. I, have, I don't know how much money I've saved with honey, but I've saved a lot of money. <laughs> Well, good. I know I, I do too. I just I love seeing that pop up on my computer screen and know that we're getting some great savings. Okay, so then what we have is is we're back to to our tools, but savings and things like honey. So savings of time is one we're looking for. Um, yeah. We're always looking for tools that might deliver a little fun um, along the way, and and those kind of things. In fact, I just did a blog for Joel Friedlander on mm-hmm. some of my favorite tools and and one of the unplugged uh experiences that I do usually in the fall of course we haven't done it this year cuz it's really an in-person intensive is yeah. uh Kelly and I spent 2 days going through favorite tools which which like we're, we're back to school it's like okay so yes. this is what it is <laughs> told you about it then a demo of how it works and how to do it and then it was kindergarten time where you were going to implement and learn it and come away with it and yeah. it was I, I had people say this is the best two days i have spent in years <laughs> we love hearing that we love that <laughs> yeah i do love it so anyway kelly johnson is with me as i said my favorite geek girl and you can find her at cornerstoneva.com and we're just going to rock and roll and uh, yeah. go through a variety of tools that will make your life publishing, writing, authoring so much better. So, Kelly, what you got on your list today? Okay, so just to start off with, and once again, um, thank you, Judith, for that uh, lovely introduction. And I know we always have a great time, as you shared, whether we're on the phone or in person doing our favorite tools and different things we can cover. Um, so I've, this is one tool that I've um, shared before, but there's another tool related to it. So just as a friendly reminder, um, if you have an image and you need to drop the background from it, um, there's a great tool that's it's remove.b as in boy, g as in girl. 
so remove.bg, where you can just upload an image and drop the background if you need to. Um, but related to that, what I've also discovered is they have one for video, where if you need to remove the background that you have in a video, um, mm. it's a free tool called unscreen.com, so U-N-S-C-R-E-E-N. Dot com. So I thought that was another great option where, you know, if you just need to drop the background from a video, you've got a free tool to do it. Oh, Kelly, that's a great idea because they're, I, I just find a lot of them really distracting. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to throw in one just as a side thing. We live in a Zoom world right now. Yes. And, and, and people have going out and they are buying, uh, buying, downloading for free. They're doing all kinds of gadgets to have these fabulous, maybe, backgrounds behind them. And I'm going to yes. tell you to knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> find, find a little corner. It could be in your office. Yes. It could be in front of, maybe you have a shelf of books, um, that really little range them. Maybe you need to have a little mm-hmm. styling going on that you can sit in front and look from because I, you can see ghosting going on on all these templates. Yes. You can see Absolutely. that halo factor. You know it's phony. You do know it's phony <laughs> as a watcher. And I find it distracting, um, for it. So I'm just going to say knock off all the Zoom template backgrounds and get it a little bit more natural. What I will tell you to do is make sure you have good lighting. Um, yes. And that there is, you know, I go to Amazon. I like this circle light that they have and use the peachy pink color because it's good on yes. your face, especially if you're talking off of your uh, computer, your laptop. It just comes Absolutely. right down and it works really well. Now, Kelly and I are not doing video. We're just doing voiceo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that voice. See, and that's the other thing we have fun with. We create new words. (laughs) Yes, we do. We're doing voiceo today, and um, hopefully we're clear for you. But that, so I don't need a light uh, directly on my face. But when I'm doing like my Friday morning coaching, coaching I do every morning at seven o'clock Mountain Time. Yes, that. I'll have that light on. Or if I'm doing videos, videos that I have a a set, they come in a set and they're called cowboy lights. Um, And very cool. That's like Amazon around 70 bucks for the set. They come with their light bulbs too. But those are like Mm -hmm. those pillow lights you'll see uh, professional photographers use. So if you're going to do videos, you can have those on each side of like the table you're working off of or Mm -hmm. if you're sitting in, you know, your wing back chair and you're being, you know, the old wise person um, that will come in really well and give you that that uh, filtered cloud light, though, and totally illuminate you and make you look like you're a pro. So. I am for, at this point, dumping these backgrounds. I actually like to see what people have in their background. I'm trying to read their books. I have recognized some people when they're in the kitchen. Oh, I recognize those dishes. (laughs) Well, no, and I love how you shared that too, Judith, because that's what I was just thinking that is it's such a nice opportunity for our authors, as you said, where like behind them, they can display their books, they can have some of their favorite items and, you know, not only show the work that they're doing as authors, but really show parts of their personality, you know, just, you know, right behind them. And and people really like, you know, having that insight. Um, One of my clients, when um, he was doing, you know, some videos and, and people actually commented on a couple things, like some personal items that he had like right behind him. And he was never expecting that, 
oh, yes, that's right. People will want to connect with you and relate with you in that way as well when you don't even realize that all the time. <laughs> well, and I think it's also called promotion. Yes. Because if, yeah, I don't care if you have one book or if you have a gazillion books. On your bookshelf, you could create an mm-hmm. attractive display with your covers out so people can see them. And whether you're on for 10 minutes or an hour, you know, whatever it yes. is you're doing, that it's this always subtly hint. You may have, in fact, this is where I would get down to the Staples or um, um, Office Depot or a uh, FedEx Um, Mm -hmm. and I would go in and have a foam, oversized foam board with your book cover, especially for you soloist, or maybe Mm -hmm. just you, but instead of having, you know, your book cover, whether it's a five by seven or a five by eight or whatever it is, uh, we're talking 11 by 17, or it could be a, a little bit smaller that really has a great pop. Um, and I can see that, and it's just behind you. It's part of your display. You know, that, that's my suggestion. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I admit it. I had it in my e-zine a couple of weeks ago. I, I am zoomed out, and I'm on <laughs> Zoom a lot. And there are times I yeah. just want, just I want to pick up my phone. I want to put my feet up in the air, whether they've yeah. got something on them or not. I want to have a cup of tea, and I, and I want to be grubby and be able to scratch myself, and no one sees me, <laughs> and just talk with somebody. <laughs> That's right. We just want to let our hair down at times and not have to worry that it's always on video, <laughs> or not have to comb it. <laughs> right. All right. So, so anyway, that's that's my suggestion. I think that you don't have to have everything higher end when you're doing videos per se. I want you mm-hmm. to have decent lighting, and let's have yeah. something that's good behind you. Um, and you know, not that you're a clutter fest. I mean, I do have a lot of right. stuff, but it it is you're going to have to clean it up. Find a place that you can keep routinely cleaned up. That this is your go-to hunker down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interviewed. I'm going to be doing this. This is part of my little work spot. My two bits. Yes. Uh, perfect. All right. We got, I think we got two minutes, Kelly. Let's have another one. Okay. Um, so another one, and I know as you and I both love like mock-up shots and, you know, there's yep. a, and the book brush, I believe is another one where you can actually, mm-hmm. you know, upload your book cover in particular, and just have it show like it looks like it's on a tablet or it looks like somebody's holding it or, you know, we get to have those mock-up different type of templates. There's another one that I discovered that I wanted to share with you called placeit.net. So placeit.net. And they show that they have an, a library of over 57,000 templates, and it's everything arranged by topic for, like, 3,433 templates for musicians. They have 640 video intro templates. They have logo templates. They have, um, you know, for, like, on a T-shirt for, di- like, all different situations. So it is a cost. Um, it's $14.95 a month or $89.69 for the year. But it just has, you know, so many more templates as well that you can explore and just be able to have some fun with, with your book cover or different images, your logos that you want to play with that I just wanted to make sure everybody also knew about that uh, option as well. Well, while you're saying that, I'm going to take a little peek up (laughs) at what this is. So where it says is you can make your own mock-ups, your logos and videos. So it's it's really all about the lead is this is a very good, to, cool, cool tool to know about. And they also, for everybody, there is a free account. 
in here. Yes. <laughs> but usually to do the upgrades that you have to go after, but you can create your own design template. So this is very cool thing to know about. And I love the fee and free version, Kelly. I'm all off for that. Let's play around with it. And then if you, before you make that $15 or the $89 exactly. uh, mm-hmm. annual commitment, you want to decide where, where are you going to play uh, with this? So, that's that's our first segment. We'll be right back. With me is Kelly Johnson, and we're talking tools. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author You is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at AuthorU.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, with me, Kelly Johnson, and we're doing one of, we try to do this around every quarter. We just come back and let's play with tools for a while. Um, because, and, you know, this, they will give you sanity. Um, for the part. Kelly just mentioned a new one, which I'm really jazzed to play with called placeit.net, where mm-hmm. you've got this huge expansion over 57,000, that's a thousands, uh, <laughs> templates to play with. And we're talking about into categories, whether you're, maybe you're, maybe you have a music bent behind you. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're an artist of some sort, but there's things in there that'll be very specifically tuned in for you. Um, which if you're in the middle of designing a website, hey, 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 this might be a good thing to place around to see is there anything that pops out that you can get some colors or some imagery from that you can talk with your webmaster about. Just That just popped into me, Kelly. Yes, um, absolutely. On that. 
Yeah, and 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 you know we shouldn't leave Canva off this list because that's Correct. that was the go-to one that we all went to. But then when Bookbrush came along, which is absolutely designed specifically for authors, that's what I like yeah. about Bookbrush. Um, and Bookbrush has this very cool thing. Um, you have to be on the paid side, but it's got a free and a paid side. But uh, and I think the paid. And if anyone who goes into Bookbrush, please use my code. I do not get a nickel. Or a penny, or a dime, or a dollar, or fill in the blank from it. <laughs> but I do get you a discount, and it's just my name, Judith J U D I T H forward slash one five, and that will discount you because their gold form is seventy dollars, so you knock it down a little bit. So right. take advantage of that. But what I liked about Bookbrush is they have this thing that you can create like a collection. You could do a box yes. set. Now they're not creating, they're not printing the box, but if you're doing a promotion for all of those of you who have a lot of books, um, and maybe, you know, maybe you have three, you can have a, a three box, a two, it goes up to, t- up to 10 box. You can put 10 titles and it shows you how to do the spines and all that stuff. Very cool. If you're going to have Fantastic. a blast out, this is to do that. And Kelly, I am going to do this with all my publishing books. So one of the things that I want to do, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it because I'm going to offer all my books together 50% off. And oh, perfect. So, I love it. So you're going to have to go through my website, you know, when I have this up, yeah. but it's going to be there and you can get all of them for 50% off, which is a lot off. Um, yeah. and, and take that and run, but we're, we're just got all the spines together, but they have a, a template that you can make, you know, your own spine and just zap in your the actual book cover on it but then you can put like a keyword or two on the spine Absolutely. so people know what they're going for but it's really yes. a wonderful tool uh, there's mm-hmm. to my knowledge there's nothing like it out there so that's bookbrush.com correct and i love how you said that that it's up to 10 you know titles that you know books that you can yeah. show on that in there because as you always well share with us and i love this friendly friendly reminder that as you say books breed books so all those authors yeah. See, so you can start filling in that image. You need to start writing those next books. <laughs> oh, I know, Kelly. You know, I thought I was going to be doing a book on productivity as my next book. How do I do so yeah. much? But the reality is I need to do one on book marketing. Yes, absolutely. So that, that's going to be the next in the and, – and I told I told Nick, the cover designer, I want the cover orange this time. <laughs> oh, now are we going to incorporate a little bit of purple in there or are we, st- are we sticking primarily with orange? No, the orange is going to be the background. Oh, you can always have purple okay. on it, but yeah. I was just going to say, we have to have some purple in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 but this idea that doing a collection of your yes. books, once you pull it together, and even don't mm-hmm. be afraid to push yourself um, and have that. All right, Kelly, what else do you have, Hera? All right. So um, another tool, and actually speaking of um, images, I just want to shift a little bit into a couple of tips um, before we get back to a couple of um, actual websites that have some tools. So just a couple of friendly um, reminders I wanted to share is Uh when we're looking at images, um, this is one of the things I know that um, I've taught in some of, as you shared, like in the Unplugged or when we've uh, done some discussions, that when you have an image, just remember that whether it's something you've created on one of these free sites or, you know, you've taken a picture on your cell phone yourself and, you know, you're saving it, remember that, first of all, you want to rename that image file. So make sure, especially, for example, when you take it on your cell phone and then you download it to save it, it usually gives it a default name like IMG, you know, 125.jpg. So when you upload it, 
you know, the search engines actually look at the name of your image file. So no one, it's not going to mean anything to, you know, to the search engines or anyone if they see IMG in a number, you know, with an image. Mm -hmm. So just remember, first of all, with your images, that you want to rename them and include your keyword or keyword phrases of what that image is about because the search engines will look for that and that also helps with your online presence and being found. And related to that, is that when you are naming your image files, remember, um, this is just a, a new tip that we haven't really had a chance to discuss, use hyphens versus underscores to separate words because um, the underscores are just basically ignored um, by the search engines. And I mean, not that it's a, a bad thing, but it'll just help you once again get that recognition of keywords if you use hyphens to actually separate your words when you're naming an image file versus an underscore. Oh, I love that tip. That's a great tip. And also yep. when it says what website to go back to, hey, everybody, let's, let's yes. get this one in here too, <laughs> Kelly. Um, because a lot of times when I'm posting a blog or I have something, um, I'm dropping an image in that it'll yes. give you, it's interesting, you know, we both use WordPress, but it, it gives you yes. the HTTP instead of the HTTPS. I have to retype yes. the whole thing. But mm -hmm. that, um, and maybe we need to bring that one up as a tip too, Kelly. We'll get secured. Yeah. Um, that the, uh, put your own website. So it, it comes back to you on this. Yes. But renaming, I forget about the hyphen thing. So I'm so thank you. Thank you. Uh, sure. for putting that out. Use hyphen to separate your key words. Yes. Uh, Cause underscores are ignored. Here. Yeah. <laughs> they, the SEO ignores it. Yes, and so just once again related to that, you know, because Google, they, Google actually uses image file names as a signal of the subject matter on your site. So once again, when you're trying to build up, you know, your influence and being recognized as an expert in your area, you know, this is just another piece where I know we don't always tend to think about it, you know, as much, but it really is one of those important aspects you need to remember about, you know, naming your image files and just the tip I mentioned about using the hyphens. And mm -hmm. then related to that, another tip I wanted to give about images, um, this, once again, I know this is something we've gone over a little bit with the basics um, in some of the unplugs and things that we've taught, but this is related to what's called the image alternate text. And this is where, for since a lot of you use WordPress, um, when you're actually clicking, like whether it's in a blog post or on your web page, when you're uploading an image, you'll see then on the right side of your screen that one of the fields that will display, it just shortens it to alt text. Um, so A-L-T space, you know, um, T-X-T. Mm -hmm. But basically the alternative text is where, once again, you want to fill in a brief description or, you know, talk about what that image is because it's not only for the search engines, but this is actually related to Pinterest as well, since a lot of you use Pinterest as a social media platform, that um, in particular on Pinterest, we always encourage you to have a board for your blog posts. You know, that's a great way to repurpose your blogs and have people see your content. Well, on Pinterest, your blog post image, that your image's alt text becomes the default description when someone pins an image from your website. So you don't want someone to pin one of your beautiful images with a description that, you know, once again, just has either like image 234 or doesn't have any keywords in it because you didn't change it. 
So just remember that when you're posting images on your blog, if anybody shares that on Pinterest, once again, this is a great opportunity to have your keywords and a really rich description. Make sure that alt text field, you know, is filled out because that's another critical piece that is going to come into play. So I'm going to add back because, you know, we've always, Kelly drilled into me early on, everyone, do not lead your blogs with an image. Right. The search engine doesn't see that. So um, so she's taught me always maybe have a few sentences, of, you know, yes. above it before it comes in. But if we put in alt text into the image, will the SEO god see that? Also? Yes, uh, yes, because that, so that's the first place, and that's a great question, Judith, is, um, yes, that when you have that filled into the alt text, the search engines will pick up on that, and especially where it will pick up is, I'm sure we've all hit this, when you've gone out to a website and you, instead of seeing an image, you'll see a blank box, and sometimes it'll have a red X in the upper, you know, in the upper right, just because for whatever reason there's a tech glitch and the image itself cannot display. Especially when that happens, then the search engines will also switch to reading the alt text, but it will display the alt text for site visitors so that even if you cannot see the actual image at that time because there happens to be a tech glitch, you can still at least read that description and go, okay, this is more information or this image also relates to the subject matter that's being discussed on that particular page or that particular blog post. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that idea because in here, so here's, I'm going to throw a tip out of you. All of you been yes. blogging, and if you use images, which I have, um, I won't say ragged, I won't say that, but I have <laughs> encouraged you to make sure you have at least one image in your blog. Yes. You know what? When you have a, one of those rainy days, which is coming, mm -hmm. you know, Kelly and I in, in Colorado have experienced a snow in September. Um, we, we have one in October. We never can approach Halloween without having a October snow and who knows yes. what November is going to bring, but we're all <laughs> expecting kind of a colder winter this year. And yes. so when you're hunkering down, how about going into some of those older blogs mm -hmm. and go into the alt when it comes up, it'll be on your image, the alt text and just start fine tuning a little bit. And bringing exactly. them up and maybe, just maybe, something will get picked up um, that you didn't know about. And certainly it does add to your influence factor and builds your clout. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, Judith, it's a great opportunity not only to do that, but what we're talking about here is in the past you have not been filling in that alt text or description on your images. That's another perfect time when you're going back and revisiting that content Take it the opportunity to fill in, you know, those fields as well, because once again, that will just help to increase your online presence and for those search engine gods to find you online. <laughs> I, I think it's a good idea. And, and oh, I'm going to add another one right on top of it. We're on a roll, yeah. Kelly. All right. So That's here's right. the other, the other tip on the road is that, um, I, you've heard me talk over the years, you know, five years, four million downloads of our web, of our podcast over five years. Um, <laughs> that I would go in and think of my, one of my favorite words called repurpose. Yes. You, you've got to, you, if you've been out here for a while, um, you've got anything over than a year, you should be, if you've been <laughs> blogging every week, which in my opinion, you should be, if you've been blogging every week, you've got 52 blogs. 
Yes. Um, if you've been two years, you got over a hundred blogs that mm-hmm. some of them, um, maybe dated a little bit or are so relevant. They're screaming at you. Bring me out again. Repurpose them and, and just, just with some tweaking, you can pin five or 10 minutes max and you have a whole new blog and set it up. New title, reposition, redo your mm-hmm. bullets and, and you're off and running. With that, we're going to take another quick break with Ms. Kelly Johnson. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing and we're talking tips, tools for authors. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcast cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at Scott at toginetradio.com. That's S-C-O-T-T at T-O-G-I-N-E-T-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, if you've been keeping count with Kelly and I, we have already given you 13 tips and tools. Um, in, in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> and so we're in a roll. And what happens yes. when Kelly and I get together is that, have you tried this? Have you done this? We, we exactly. Know, what, you know, what's new? What's, what's, what's not working anymore? Because some of the yes. things that we loved a few years ago, you know, start losing their, their flavor or new improved versions come along that yes. we're always trying to keep our eyes out for. So Kelly, another one I'll throw 
in and and yeah. I think we I want to give a plug for yours because I it is paper lie, p a p e r dot l i. Yes. All right, p a p e r dot l i is you have the capability of creating your own newsletter like a no brainer. Um, all mm-hmm. I have to do is set this up and never think about it again, which is very cool. And Absolutely. that what you do is you're going to learn and you're going to embrace the word called curation. You are going mm-hmm. to milk others people's information and add yeah. it to your newsletter. <laughs> um, and Kelly, what's the name of your tech one? Because I think you have a great, great paper lie. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the the tech toolbox. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there once you again, go, I always everybody. like to have my toolbox. So. <laughs> okay, so if you go into Paper Lie, or you go to Kelly's website, Cornerstone VA, and subscribe there mm-hmm. for the tech toolbox. Yes. But this that she always, I look at it. It comes, and I'm a subscriber, so it comes in. I quickly look at things. Is there something that I want to now go to the site and maybe make a a tweet? to send out or posting to my resources if they relate to authors and publishing, if I can see a connection there um, that will relate to it. And what Kelly's done in her setup is she follows a variety of individuals Mm -hmm. that she trusts with the information they put out. And they, it just, whenever they post it out or the day of the week, what day of the week does yours come out, Kelly? Uh, Every Wednesday. So on Wednesdays, that that goes in the paper light uh, inner tool goes in and it just uh, Kelly's identified through uh, either their at signs or email addresses and it goes out and pulls their blogs in and and other items and it's voila it's it's just a piece of cake why don't you do this create <laughs> your own toolbox. Um, yes. or the, you know, the artsyfartsy.com information. <laughs> I don't know what, what do you want to call it, but, but you could get that out there and have that. And now all of a sudden you've got this regular, uh, newsletter that goes out either daily, which I think I used to do it daily. It's too much. I would yes. do it a mm-hmm. weekly or a monthly. Monthly is too far between. I think weekly is a good thing. And and there's a free version, and then there's a fee version, which is just under $10 a month. I'd recommend you go to the $10 a month one, and yeah. it's just called, this is part of your marketing budget, um, and that, uh, because it builds your influence, and you um, uh, can follow up to 25 different sites, uh, yeah. those mm-hmm. emails, or there's handles to pull in information. So, want I add anything to that, Kelly? Well, I just wanted to thank you. I really appreciate it, and I'm so glad to hear that you've uh, found it helpful. And um, I, I also, I really appreciate I've gotten a lot of comments you know, on social media where some people, they mentioned to me, oh, wait, I, I went back and I remembered to look on, you know, on Wednesday to see the tools that came out. So I'm just always delighted when people share that they get a lot of information and feel it's really helpful. So thank you. <laughs> It is. No, it's it's just, I think it's well done and, and good. I mean, I have to remind it to go in and I, I saw my tool thing to get in there and do an update again <laughs> because, because, <laughs> because on the, you know, you could put your own events in, you can put yes. activities going in, you can make, you can have a, you have a streamer where you can add a commercial for your books for heaven's sakes. Exactly. Uh, yes. You can put videos, your own blogs. Exactly. So you want to make sure that in addition to the curation of other people that you you know, trust and respect for sources that you want to have your own content in there too and display your expertise. Well, and also one of the people you should be following is you. 
Yes. Make sure <laughs> it picks up your stuff yes, <laughs> automatically. Exactly. <laughs> so once you set it up, it's like the old, if you ever watched the old infomercials, Ron Popeil and his cooking yes. equipment. Set it and forget it. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, so 14, we're down 14. All right, Kelly, what else do you have on your laundry list? Okay, so another new one that I wanted to share with you is called wordhippo.com. And once again, I'm an animal lover, so I always love when we get to have some tools that, you know, pull in some animal, you know, references or have something like that. So once again, wordhippo, H-I-P-P-O.com. And this is just, once again, it's a tool that has a couple of different things that, you know, while you're writing, whether it be for your books or your blog posts or articles, that when you first come to the Word Hippo site, you'll see that it starts out with, you know, synonyms. So, You'll see the first drop-down box at the top, it automatically says another word for, so if you're looking for some synonyms or antonyms or definitions or even rhymes, you know, you want some words like what rhymes with, you can click on that tab up at the top. But also under the home page, when you first click on it under Word Hippo, if you hit the drop-down menu, you'll see it'll give you those different choices like find word forms, rhymes with, meaning of, translate to English, find word forms, even, you know, scrabbles, like if you're looking for different words, words containing exactly or, you know, words containing the letters. So if you're just wanting to have a little bit of variety or you just need to, you know, have a quick tool to, you know, have some of these resources, it's free and you can just, you know, jump right in and see what comes up for the results. Oh, I love this. Plus, it's such a cutie pie. So <laughs> I know exactly. I just thought the hippo was really cute too, I admit. <laughs> I would instantly share this with all my followers, um, which I will, because in I have an easing that comes out every Wednesday, yes. and I always share at the very tip top. Discover this, yes. Um, and, and I always make sure. I know I love getting that I, your resource because I'm I'm just like you. I look to see what you share, and I'm like, this is great, Judith. Thank you. <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's uh, we have another uh, wonderful new associate who's coming on to author you called uh, Fixian, and uh-huh. it is so cool, and uh, especially November, um, and we're live for the first time in November, that there are a lot of people who are participating in Nano Month for the, hmm. you know, write your first draft of your fiction, Get can we get up to 50,000 words, uh, which yes. is six, 1,600 words a day, everybody, and can we, can we get up to that? <laughs> And, um, or 1667, something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and that Fixian allows you, it's not like Hemingway, and I'm going to mention Hemingway next because that's oh. always been one of my favorite. Um, yeah. uh, that, that with the, with the, uh, uh, Fixian, what it does is you take, and it's not fake driver either. But you are going to take your entire manuscript, and they will do the full analysis for you, looking for the things that a Hemingway would do, but Hemingway can't do it with that mass. And it takes, you know, when you talk about 100,000 words or 50,000 words, you better plan for an hour to three hours, depending upon the size, for it to load up. But it will go do and do some crunching for you. So for a novel, fiction, this is fiction, although Mm -hmm. I guess you could use it for non, but for fiction, um, this is a hot new tool uh, to discover, and the and the cost you can buy it by the month, and it's like 
you know, under $20 for the month. Can you imagine having wow, like a full great. blown editor being able to get in and get it for 20 freaking dollars? Yes, I love exactly. it. Exactly. Once again, we love that. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll just add that's S I X. That's right. Yes. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just go ahead and add that on to our secret tools. It's F I X I O N. Fixin All. F I X I O N A L dot com. So it is, it's an editorial tool for better manuscripts. How do you love that? We love Fixion. it. Yeah. And I, and actually I will be introducing them. Um, that'll be meet them in, in next week's also. Um, Fantastic. easy. Good. Yeah. But I, I'm really jazzed to find. So Fixian is something that if you are a fiction writer, you want to mm-hmm. discover this. This is again for authors this is for yeah. authors and it's primarily for the fiction crowd and um it you know it it came out of beta and it's off and running and uh we'll be doing a podcast actually with uh, pierce to talk about it before the year's out so i think that's kind of wonderful cool. all right all right so hemingway app I'm going to add on yep. Hemingway since we're talking about things. Hemingway is also uh, a free or a fee version that it, that you would just keep going to the Hemingway, uh, just spelled like Ernest Hemingway's last name, dot .com, yep. and you can drop in whether it's a paragraph, a blog, maybe a blog, an article you're writing, and it'll tell you what grade level it is, if you've got too many adjectives, if you've gone overwhelmed with the adverb, mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you've if you if you're you know just writing way above what people are going to be able to read, where we need to go back to word hippo. That's right. <laughs> Figure that out. Um, that it's really a good tool, and it does it in color coding. Uh, so yeah. that's the and that's the free. Um, I actually pay, and it's only it's under ten dollars for lifetime for it. So it's exactly. always on my desktop. Yes. And and I can drop it in there and get it all at once. So Hemingway app, I think, is a wonderful tool. It's uncomplicated. I know Grammarly's yes. out there, and a lot of people love that. That gets more complicated for me. I don't know if you use it at all, Kelly. I, I do off and on, but I agree with you. I think the Hemingway app is much more straightforward, and I actually I really love the color coding because I think it just makes it very easy yeah. to zero in on those different areas that they're trying to you know assist in your you know, what they're pointing out to you in the writing. Exactly. All right. So, Kelly, your turn. What you got? Yeah, we have one minute right. before the final break. Can you believe it? I know. I can't believe So just uh, very quickly, just to have something else a little fun to do is um, I, so I have a PC, so I'm going to share on a, from a PC. A lot of times people will ask me, you know, I just want to put, like, in an email just a little emoji. You know, I just want to have, like, a little heart or a different little smiley face or just different little characters. But how do I actually do that, you know, in an email? I don't see when I open up my email interface, Outlook, or whatever it happens to be. Well, if you're on a PC, the easiest way to do that is when you're typing in your email message, hold down the Windows key and then hit the period and that will bring up the little box that shows you different little emojis that you can just, you know, if you just wanted to mm-hmm. pop a little heart or a different smiley face. And I believe on a Mac, um, the way to do it on a Mac would be when you're opening your your mail um, composed okay. window. All right, hold it up, Kelly. We're going to have to come back oh, after a sure. break. Sure, no problem. We'll, we'll start that part over. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. 
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, as I uh, promised, when Kelly and I get together, Kelly Johnson of CornerstoneVA.com, um, we roll out all these things and we have fun in the process and we play off of each other because we, we have no script. We, we just say, have you tried this one? All right. So Kelly, exactly. about emojis and how to do it within your email. Was that right, Kelly? Did I get that right? Yes. Right? Just yeah, okay. what on your keyboard, what keys you hit to add an emoji. Okay. So what are the magic keys? So on a PC, um, you just hold down the Windows key and hit the period key, and that will just bring up a box that lets you pick, you know, from different emojis that display there. It's like little hearts or different smiley faces, and that's all you need to do. Just click on the one you want, and it adds it right in. Okay, and then on your, our, our Apple, maybe? Yeah, so on a Mac, from what I um, from what I understand, when you're opening your mail, your email interface, um, typically there's already like a little smiley face icon that is uh, located on like the title bar. So you just click on that little smiley face, and that will pop up the box that gives you the different choices of an emoji that you want to add. Okay, so if you're into emoji land, 
Um, yeah. And want to add a little flair. I'm just going to say, I told, I asked Kelly, are you getting tired of seeing all these things all the time <laughs> during our break? Um, because I think people overload it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think this is one of these less is more. If you're going to do it, mm-hmm. I think pick one. We don't need to see <laughs> 10. Really? We know you're excited. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's where we would go. All right, so we have that off and running. All right, Kelly, yes. anything else? We're we're actually have kissed on 18 already. Yes. So, And, I, and of right. course, we have a couple more to share. So the next one I wanted to share with you is it's actually called Google Trends. What the website is, it's right. trends.google.com. So that's trends as in, you know, with plural. So trends.google.com. And what this just gives you is a really nice, just kind of like a little snapshot of when the screen first comes up, you'll see a field at the top that says enter a search term or a topic. So obviously, since we love books, let's just put in book publishing. So when you type in your search term or topic, it will then take you to a screen that will show you at the top, like you can pick if you just wanted to show the stats, you know, in the United States, if you wanted to show worldwide, so you can pick you know, from countries to what you want to see the stats on for over the past 12 months, for the past 30 days. And basically it will just show you what's the popularity and the interest um, that people have in the time frame you've selected, in the area, you know, country, location you've selected. And it will give you the dates and just show, you know, how popular it's been, has it risen and fallen in that time period. It will also give you, for example, if you pick the United States, it will say interest, what they call by subregion. So it will show you the top five states of where that topic um, was the most popular. Then it will also, below that, give you related topics and related queries. Um, Related queries just basically meaning um, when somebody put in, for example, like book marketing, um, you know, this was also another term that people searched for. So this is just, once again, another really helpful tool where you can just see some of your keywords, what's the popularity, what's the interest, and also give you some related topics that you might also want to consider writing about and, you know, doing some blog posts on and keeping up with those trends. Mm-hmm. So I just popped in while you're talking book marketing. Yes. And, mm-hmm. that, and the scale goes from zero to 100, by the way. Um, on this when you look at that and a book marketing often kisses 100 often (laughs) kisses 100 so it's it's very popular I mean some of the states is not so popular Uh, you know and I look at well Idaho Montana Wyoming Dakotas and Nebraska um, and New Mexico and Louisiana and the a lot of the northeast which is interesting Vermont up Mm -hmm. to Maine and, um, and, uh, oh gosh, what's, what is that state? What's below Pennsylvania and to the right of Ohio, Ohio. I can't read. I know, so I don't have so the map right in front of me at the moment. I'm trying to visualize that. <laughs> uh, well, it's above South Carolina. It's above North Carolina, whatever, Virginia. It's Virginia. Virginia. I was going to say, yeah, you're in the yeah. Virginia. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those are, uh, and Hawaii and Alaska, uh, Hawaii and Alaska, those are not high reading states, at least for book marketing. So if you're going to put, you're going to put your, your, here's how to do it. If you're going to have book marketing dollars, you want to go to the states that are big book 
uh, have book interest in those regions. All right. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's with Massachusetts being number one, top five, New York, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Kansas, and, and uh, Oregon. Yeah, so exactly. Those, and those, this tool can yeah. also be really helpful for, I know a lot of people are looking at if they wanted to do like Facebook ads or Instagram ads, when you're looking for like especially regions that you want to focus on with your keywords or what are some of the, you know, queries or topics, this can just be a tool that really helps you, you know, help to determine maybe some of those areas that you might want to zero in on in particular. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's that's good to know what's going on so that um, just to see what, it's all about what's trending, you know, where yes. where is there action for your, uh, your ex, not only your genre, but just your expertise is what I would be mm-hmm. going after. And this is what, um, for your expertise, think about speaking. Now, a lot, you know, we're not all over running around speaking face to face, but a lot of people are out there speaking. And I, and I, and, and so my tip is going to be, you need to expand your universe and aggressively go after and look for virtual conferences now. That yeah. you can speak in. Okay, so you only have to dress from the waist up. Kind of cool, unless you're walking around. <laughs> and, and and also, here's I want to give you a little tip here. When you're doing virtual or anything like that, I would have a hand mirror or a round mirror to the right or the left of your laptop that no one's going to see because it'll remind you to smile. And yes. people can hear you smile through your voice where you could be just doing a voice conference or you could be actually live. And it's just, you know, a lot of times people have a problem remembering that the camera is a person. The eye of the camera is a person. Yes. Um, and you are talking to it and you're talking with it and you're you're having a dialogue of some sort. So it just, I, I've learned that years and years ago when I was yes. doing so much uh, radio media, uh, that I would keep that to remind myself to smile. I also, when I did a lot of radio, I had a long enough cord on my, on my mic that I could walk around so I had energy. So yeah, that's another great, <laughs> great reminder. Yeah, so, you know, have a beer to your side. Also, if you're doing video, you want to check that there's nothing in your teeth. I'm just saying, people. Right. Um, <laughs> to, to remind yourself to to smile because people can hear. I remember one time I was in the audio studio. I was doing one of my books, and yeah. the, the engineer was saying to me, I can hear you smile. <laughs> I love that. Okay, and that's important. And that's important to hear that emotion, that elation, whatever it is. Yes. All right, Kelly, Absolutely. we have a few more minutes. What else? I love this Google Trends. I think this is cool. Great. Um, so, yeah, I just had uh, two tips about YouTube that I wanted to share next. Oh, yes, um, so, you too. Um, one is when you're um, on your YouTube channel, as many of you know, um, you have the choice to pick what they call the channel trailer. And that means that's the video that will display first when anyone who is not subscribed to your channel, that's what they see. And as we've discussed, I know a little bit um, in the past, a lot of times, obviously, for your channel trailer with authors, you may want to obviously have something about your book or your books, you know, helping to promote that. But what I've seen um, a lot of some people share that they've seen great success in getting more subscribers to their YouTube channel is when you have that channel trailer video, they say there's three steps to make sure that you're following uh, what they call a top formula. So the three steps deal with the word top. So the first step is 
your target audience, and I'll explain these in, in just a little bit. Then the second step is called your origin story, and the third step um, is pitch. So basically when you're creating your channel trailer video, what's recommended that you do is that, number one, for your target audience, you address your target audience in the first 10 seconds because that lets people know right away, oh, yep, this channel is for me. I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This fits, you know, my topic and my area of interest. So they can play your channel trailer and know right away if they're in your target audience. The second piece that they shared is to tell your origin story. We'll go into a little bit of why you created your channel. You know, once again, it lets people have a little bit of that insight into you, you know, start building that know, like, and trust factor. And people want to know, yeah, how did you end up getting to where you are? And then the third part that they say in that top formula for your channel trailer video is the pitch. Once again, remember at the end, just like we've talked about in your blog post, you know, give them a call to action such as, you know, ask them a question to answer or, you know, ask them, you know, please comment below. Do the same thing then in your channel trailer video as the last part is, you know, ask them to subscribe to your channel and also include an end screen that ha literally has a subscribe button image, you know, once again to give them that visual reminder to do that. So when you have those three pieces, the target audience, origin story, and the pitch in your channel trailer video, um, it's been shared that that really helps to increase uh, people subscribing to your YouTube channel. And how long should they uh, pitch uh, th this whole thing, the top thing? How many minutes? Um, I usually typically say, you know, no, no more than like, you know, a minute, um, you know, or, or at the yes. very maximum, even like, you know, just, you know, minimum, you know, minute, 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 30 seconds. Because once again, you don't, it's not that you have to go really in depth into a lot of these, you know, this mm -hmm. channel trailer video is just really to kind of give a little bit of a highlight and just let people know what is your channel about? What are they going to be getting out of it in the other videos that they watch on your channel? We got to do it. All right, Kelly, we have 40 seconds left. Can you get the final tip out? Um, yes, very quickly on YouTube. Um, the other great thing is go under your analytics and click on subscribers and then click under the watch, and you'll see a list of your videos that generate the most subscribers, so you want to really help to make sure that you position those like toward the top of your channel or look at writing you know, blog posts on those because that's your most popular content and you want to be able to build on that. There you go. I love it. All right, everyone. 22 hot ideas, tips, tricks, and strategies from Kelly Johnson, Cornerstone VA, and of course me, Judith Riles, your book shepherd. We'll be back to you next week for Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Meanwhile, keep writing, publishing, and thank you to you, Kelly, for being with thank us. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each